0: Which is why, what we ought to identify as is not Republican or Democrat, but Christians. And what we're looking to do in every election, in my view, is I'm examining the platforms and I'm asking which of these is at least closest to a Judeo-Christian worldview versus an
1: agnostic, atheistic worldview. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian Truths, in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth podcast. I'm your host Josh Philpot and as always I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now with the podcast this time we're going to do things a little differently. Instead of me asking Pastor Richard the question, we actually have a small live audience of mostly young people who have important topics they'd like to ask Pastor Richard. So we hope you'll enjoy this new format for season 14 of Straight Truth. But if you have a question you'd like to ask Pastor Richard, as always, please leave a comment below this video or submit a question on our website, straighttruth.net. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. So my question is on Christians and voting, and how like we can't vote Democrat and be Christian because of their beliefs on like, abortion. And um, transgender, homosexuality, et cetera, like some people in our congregation vote that way, but like, um, like, how can you, like, can you point me to like some verses in scripture, like to point people to when they're heading in the wrong direction?
0: Yeah. Well, first off, I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I would assume someone in our congregation may have voted that. I don't know how people vote in our church and nor do I spend my time trying to dictate how they do. What what I want us to do is learn the, the Word of God in its fullness, be saturated with Scripture, and then apply that worldview to everything we do in life, including our role as citizens in this country. I think the, the question you, you raise, what sort of gave birth to that was, Dr. John MacArthur was asked on camera several months ago, if he believed that a Christian could vote Democrat, and he answered no. And from that point on, I, I noticed on social media and other things, a lot of people saying, is that what he really believes? Is that what, I even had someone ask me, is that what we believe? That you could, you, a, a Christian can't vote Democrat. I think his original statement was misunderstood. Hmm. I don't think what he was saying is, examine the roles of those who voted Democrat, and every single one of those people you can know is lost. I don't think that's what he was saying at all. I think what he's saying is he he didn't believe that you could serve Christ, be true to the scriptures, and affirm the democratic platform. You can't vote for that. And to that, I would agree. I I I believe that as well. And you mentioned in your question, Rihanna, some of the reasons why whether we're talking about abortion, which is a major issue, we're talking about murder. We're talking about the murder of babies in the womb. And you're talking about legitimizing that, not just legitimizing it as we have done sadly in our culture, but actually it's come to the point, people are promoting it. I mean, they're glorying in it. So, so that's one issue. The issue of what's gonna happen with our next generation of children regarding what they're being taught about sexuality and gender. Uh, This is a major, major issue. When I hear a politician running for president of the United States who is asked a question about whether an eight-year-old should be allowed to transition and he doesn't immediately condemn that and disavow that, he in fact affirms that kind of freedom even even for young children, that is amazing to me. As a 57-year-old man now, I never thought I would see the day in our country where that was affirmed by someone running for president it's amazing, how can you affirm that? When you talk about the celebration of all sorts of what the Bible would clearly characterize as sexual immorality, that which is abhorrent in the sight of God, an abomination to him. And we, again, don't just allow for people to live that way by saying, well, you know, we're gonna leave people the freedom to do what they think they should do. But we're gonna affirm it and celebrate it. And, and let that even be passed on in the form of public education and how we're going to train the next generation. These are, are monumental issues. And I don't, I agree with Dr. MacArthur. I don't know how a well informed, a Bible informed believer can affirm that. So what, what we're not saying is that anybody who voted for a, a Democrat is lost. I'm not saying that. And I don't believe he was saying that. What I am saying is that that platform is out of step with the word of God. Now, I wanna say just as clearly that you know, we live in basically a two-party system of government. So the, this is why I'm not gonna compare what I just said to libertarians or the Green Party or whatever. I'm gonna talk about Republicans for a moment. Republicanism is increasingly moving away from the things we believe as well, Wh- which is why what we ought to identify as is not Republican or Democrat, but Christians. And what we're looking to do in every election in my view is I'm examining the platforms and I'm asking which of these is at least closest to a Judeo-Christian worldview versus an agnostic atheistic worldview. And then I want to use whatever influence I have as a citizen on behalf of a culture that will represent the best atmosphere for my children and my grandchildren and my brothers and sisters in Christ and the work of the church as we head into the future. That's what I'm looking at. And that's what I would encourage every Christian to do, to think that way, to examine the issues that way and to vote that way. So so that, I hope that answers your question. I, I would not understand Dr. MacArthur nor what I say to mean anyone who voted for a Democrat is lost.
1: I also have like a follow up question. Sure. So like, um, how do you nicely tell someone like you're heading in the wrong direction without someone like sounding like yeah.
0: you're Yeah, that's a wonderful question.
1: Attacking them. Yeah,
0: you, you do it, like we talk about a whole host of things, you have to do it with dependent effort. So what you want to do is not make it about me and you. If I'm talking to another person, it's not about me and you. It's about the, the Bible. Let's go to the word of God, let's evaluate these platforms in light of what the scriptures say I'm not going to disagree with you that there are going to be problems on both sides. I'm asking which best reflects a Christian worldview as compared to the other. And let's just talk about this. I, I would prepare you in advance though, Brianna. We're living in a day of, of what I call um, high confidence but low competence. <laughs> <laughs> people, people are very impressed with themselves and with their opinions. Even, even when you can show them the weakness of their viewpoint, they often will hold to it with great tenacity. So I've got to understand that at the end of the day, I can say along with Joshua, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I can only be responsible for my own choices in the ultimate sense. The Lord, may the Lord use me to help someone else think rightly and choose rightly. But at the end of the day, uh, I can't dictate that. I can seek to influence them But I have to leave them in the hands of God. And I can, I can hopefully reflect, you know, I reflect and it gives me hope to remember the days of my young foolishness (laughs) when I, when I thought I was so right about things that I found out later I was so wrong about. And so in that kind of, with that kind of patience and compassion, especially as, as I think about the younger generation, I can pray for you guys and and hope that you'll have the humility and the wisdom to learn from the generation ahead of you. That's one of the great challenges we're facing right now in our day and age is a lack of respect for biblical wisdom and experience with God. How long has this person walked with God versus myself? And I'm increasingly meeting with 22 year olds who know everything. They would think probably it's like the grumpy old man saying, get off my lawn but it's actually more along the lines of, I fear for you. A fool is right in his own eyes, always. And may we have the kind of humility that's willing to learn. And that's true when you're my age, you still have to have the humility that's willing to learn. So we're on dangerous ground whenever we think we know everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I pray, I pray for what's going on in our country.
1: Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, we'd love to have you share this episode with friends and family, and the easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, and subscribing to one of our social media channels like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now, Straight Truth is listener-supported, so if you'd like to find out ways to help us to continue to produce this podcast, again, go to our website, straighttruth.net.